on TikTok, it is so casual and not like the fake authentic casual, like the show up as you are, no matter what you're looking like, show your weird, lean into your quirks, but also show your expertise. And so by the time they come to Instagram, I already know that you know what the fuck you're talking about. Hey, babe, welcome to the Sales and Social Podcast. I'm so freaking excited that you are here with me today. Are you ready to simplify your sales and learn to sell in a way that feels good, but also brings you in more consistent cash? If you find yourself feeling like you're doing all the things on social media, but it's not converting, you feel like you have inconsistent cash months, but you desire more reoccurring revenue, and you just want to sell in a way that feels good without feeling salesy and also have a lot of fun on your journey to entrepreneurship, you are in the right place. Hey, I'm Jillian. I'm your sales queen and your soon-to-be podcast BFF. 22 years in the corporate sales space, losing my job during the pandemic, having no freaking idea what I was going to do, but knowing that I had a God-given talent for sales, I quickly shifted to the online space, where I have not only been able to grow my own personal business from zero to 500K in just 18 months with nothing more than a Zoom link, a paper planner, and a whiteboard, I've helped hundreds and hundreds of others scale their businesses and explode their sales. So grab your beverage of choice, a pen and a paper if you're anything like me, and let's dive into today's juicy episode. What's up, babes? Welcome back to the podcast. One of the things I love about being a podcast host is when you bring people on who like you feel like they're like actually like your real life friends. And that's how I feel about Sarah. Like I'm literally obsessed with her. I love her. I love her energy. So like sometimes I record a podcast and I'm like, this is going to be weird energy. But like today I'm bringing Sarah. She's bringing the heat. She's going to bring so much awesomeness to the show. Sarah, welcome to the show. Tell my audience who you are and what you do. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. And yes, it is like cozy vibes over here. We both have our dogs hanging out with us. So like you guys can get cozy with us, Mm -hmm. but my name is Sarah or on brand by Sarah on the social media streets. And I am a content and marketing strategist that specializes in TikTok. So I help people make the dollar dollar bills all starting on TikTok. I used to be a speech therapist. I would listen to marketing podcasts on my way to work. And here we are. Here we are. What I love so much about you is like, you're just so real. You're so authentic. I mean, again, we're just like recording this podcast. We are who we are. We're showing up. We got our dogs. We got our water bottles and we're just being who we are. And I think that is what has made you crazy successful in the online space, but also like you have such strategy behind it. So what I want to talk about today is like, how did you start as a TikTok coach? Because obviously you were in the speech space and now you're in TikTok. So like, what was that transition like? Because I also love people to kind of hear like the backstories of people when I bring them onto the show. Yeah. And thank you for those sweet words. But I, so like I said, I was a speech therapist. I was listening to business and marketing podcasts on my way to work, fell in love with it. It wasn't like, Oh, if I do this one day, it's like, no, I'm going to do this. And it's just a matter of when. And so I'm going to be completely transparent. When I started my business, I only let myself market on my Facebook business page with Canva graphics because I was so terrible seeing me because I was just mortified that people were going to start talking about me and my old college and high school group chats. Yeah. And then once I realized that that wasn't working, yeah. I... I'm a very all or nothing person. Sometimes this serves me. Sometimes it bites me in the patootie. But I was like, this isn't working. I know that video is working. So I got my, my curse on here. Fuck yeah, you can. I have a funny story about that. Okay. I'll tell you later about that one. So I got my ass right on. You know what? We're going to fuck around and find out. Yeah. We are just going to 
play on here. And literally that usually people think it's the opposite, right? Like you have to be confident and then you can show up on social media. Social media made me confident. Like I didn't think I had any other choice. So I just showed up. I effed around and eventually that effing around turned into a strategy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. So there's a couple of things I want to actually talk about this. So one, I have a, a brand new one-on-one client and she is very new in business. Like we are just kind of like figuring it out. We're kind of like talking right now, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Like, we're not even really sure like what this business is going to look like. And I actually said to her last week, I mean, you guys, she's paying me a lot of money. Okay. She, I said to her last week, like, we're just going to kind of like fuck around for a little bit and like figure out what this looks like. And she probably has never heard that from another coach before, but that's what you have to do. Like, you just got to try some things out. We're going to try some videos. We're going to try putting out content like this. We're going to try talking on our stories like this. We're going to try this. And through that, confidence one is going to be built because she's never, ever been on social media before. And also, we're going to see what lands. We're going to see what feels good for you. Do you want to talk about mindset? Do you want to talk about spirituality? Do you want to talk about leadership? Do you want to talk about, like, what do you want to talk about? And sometimes you don't have to know the game plan. You don't have to have it all figured out. And I think so often, especially as entrepreneurs, we think that we have to have it all figured out. It has to be polished. It has to be perfect. And that's actually where people get stuck. And this week, she has shown up every day on social media. She's talked about something different. And like, this is where like the confidence is being built because she's been like, yeah, I did a story on mindset and like, it didn't really feel good. Perfect. Check off mindset. We're not going to talk about mindset. And then she's like, hey, I did a graphic on fitness. And my audience really liked it. Perfect. Maybe that's somewhere that we go. So sometimes you just got to like put it out there and see what feels good for you and also for your audience. Yeah. And my clients say the same thing to me. It's like everybody, and listen, I'm not taking a shit on anybody. If you're investing any kind of time and money into something, people typically want like a roadmap. This is what you do. And this is how you get there. And if you do this, this, and this, you're going to have this amount of success. But it's like with content and and we're getting a little like woo woo psychology here, but like you're literally dealing with human behavior. It changes all the time. What people like changes all the time. Different audiences on different platforms eat up different things. And so how can I, with competence, give you a strategy if you have never played there if you have never tested there we have no idea what's going to work what works with your email community might not work with your tiktok community might not work with your instagram community so and i think that this applies far beyond content i think it really applies to like your offers Mm -hmm. and how you speak to your people it's like you you have to just test and play and i know that that's scary But that is going to give you a better result and a better roadmap for a strategy than anything I can bullet point out on a Google Doc. Yeah, it's so true. I mean, even like right now you have a TikTok challenge. I know it's closed right now. And like, congratulations, like you fucking killed it. You brought in so many amazing entrepreneurs inside of that. Thank you. I'm inside of it and it's absolutely incredible. And you guys, I was never on TikTok and I don't know what I'm doing right now, but I'm having fun over there. But a great example of this is, you know, I'm on Instagram and I would, I'm, I would not consider myself a content creator, but what I will say is I have content that converts very well. My content converts to sales. So whether it is what is trending or what, whatever, my content converts to sales very good on Instagram. Okay. So what was doing well on Instagram 
actually is not the same content that does good on TikTok, right? And vice versa. When I actually go live on Instagram and do like talking head videos, or I record like podcast recordings, or I even go live on Instagram, those are like in the toilet. In fact, we've actually pulled my podcast clippings from going live on Instagram because it they were doing terrible. Anytime I've done like Instagram lives where I'm like doing talking heads or like trainings, we don't get any views on them. So we've actually pulled them versus like B-roll content, which does really well. Flip it. I started going on TikTok like a week ago and I'm doing these like little like one minute videos of me training and I'm getting like 700, 800 views on there. So again, it's like you just have to play and just because something works good on one thing doesn't mean it's going to work good on everything. And again, I am not the content guru, but you have to just play around and see. And also things change. Yeah, 100%. I just did a video on this today. I'm so excited. I, I did an experiment. I scrolled the Reels tab and I counted how many videos it took me to get to a talking head video that was not an ad. Oh. And it took, it took 27 swipes on Instagram to get to a talking head video that wasn't an ad. When you go oh. on to TikTok, very first video that you pull up, honey boo boo, is going to be a talking video. Yeah. Because that's the kind of content that works on there. Yeah. It's so, it's so true. And again, I would also say on Instagram, most of the talking head videos that I've seen are very like they're polished. It's like, Sorry. It's, it's, it's a sponsored ad, right? So it's maybe someone in front of a microphone or it's like, they're very like animated, right? Like I think of like this guy, Jeremy Miner. I talk about him all the time. He's a sales coach. He's like every third talking head video on my Instagram. And he's very much like, he's got books in front of a whiteboard and he's very like animated, right? Or like <laughs> even my mentor, Chris Harder, like he's got a lot of sponsored ads. So it's like him in front of a microphone, but like on TikTok, it's like, like you said, honey boo boo talking in her kitchen and she's just like riffing on whatever the fuck she wants to talk about. So very, very, very different, which again is absolutely awesome. So we're listening to this, we're listening to this podcast, right? Not how people are like, okay, Jill's talking about Instagram and TikTok. Sarah's talking about Instagram and TikTok. Do I need both? Do I need one or the other? Why do you need both? Yes. And this is one of my favorite things to talk about. So I'm not an Instagram hater. I actually white like Instagram and I probably don't use it like a lot of people in the online space do. If you go onto my profile, I am not posting feed content every single day. However, I do live in my stories. My stories sell for me. So why do you need TikTok and Instagram? I'm not a paid ads girly. And a lot of people that are listening to this podcast are probably not paid ad girlies and guys. Never. And we're probably personal brands, meaning our name is our business. Our business is our name. We are the face. So TikTok is an awareness platform where people can find you and discover you without those paid ads. Then once they find me, then they could convert right off of TikTok. The beautiful thing about TikTok is there are so many people at so many different stages of the buyer journey. I've had people that it's taken me like two years to finally convert them into like a an ebook customer, but I've also had people on TikTok where they will binge like 10 of my videos and they have booked a VIP weekend with me, which is like my highest ticket thing. So that's the beauty of TikTok. But a lot of the time people will find me on TikTok, come over to Instagram for more nurturing. They will watch my stories, binge my stories, 
which I have a very specific story strategy, which we can talk about. I would love to. And from my Instagram stories, they end up buying Mm -hmm. or they'll get into a DM conversation with me and they'll end up buying from the DMs. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. And and that's where it's different. Like my content is again, very strategic on Instagram, but again, not very strategic on TikTok, but I'm still kind of learning it. So what is your strategy in like your stories? Because it's probably pretty similar to mine, I would bet. Yeah. So I treat my stories like a business and personal journal. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, I'm going to give you actionable steps that you can implement literally as you're listening to this podcast. Let's go. You can set about six to 10 alarms to go off throughout the day. When those alarms go off, you're going to document, take a picture, take a video, write something about what you are doing. When that happens, you are bound to capture a good amount of personal content and a good amount of business content. People will initially come into your DMs. I want to say like 90% of the time, they will do it through your personal content. For me, people do it through uh, stuff about my dogs, about dancing with the stars, about the Broadway show tune I'm listening to because it's safe. People want to feel safe. We have to go back to the fact that you're dealing with human behavior and real humans on the other side of the screen. So like, let them feel safe. Let them have a literally a no pressure conversation about dancing with the stars with you and how much they love Harry Jousey and Riley Arnold. Let that be their first touch point. Then when it comes time for them to need something that you help with, they feel safe with you. And you're also super top of mind. Yeah, it's so good. And I think that's the other thing too. I think that so many people when they're going into their stories, they think that they can only talk about their business, right? It's like, oh, if I'm a fitness coach, I can only talk about what I'm eating, how I'm moving my body and what supplements I'm taking. And I can only ask questions about, did you move your body today? Did you get in your water? Did you take your steps? And it's like, talk about, did you wash your hair today? Did you talk mm-hmm. about what you're watching on TV? Because again, that's like the the most personal thing that people want to talk about. I always share the story. The longest client that I have had in my business that has probably spent more money with me than anybody else in my entire client journey, her and I actually began a conversation over dry shampoo. And she is still in my world. She has spent probably close to $40,000 with me. Shout out to her. She knows who she is right now. Listen to this podcast. And it's like, we began a conversation over dry shampoo and hair extensions. And she's still in my world. And it was like, it wasn't like, oh, are you a business coach? Are you wanting to start a business? Do you hate the fucking mastermind that you're in right now? I see that you're struggling online. It was like, no, I'm obsessed with your hair. What do you use? Are those extensions? And what do you use on it? And from there, we built like a great relationship on something that was so minor that when she needed a sales and business coach, I was the choice in which she actually made. Yeah. And that doesn't surprise me at all. I have very, very similar circumstances to that. And just like going back to TikTok, it's like a lot of those people that end up coming into my DMs through my personal content or, you know, interacting with my stories are people that came from TikTok because on TikTok, like we were touching on a little bit, it is so casual and not like the fake authentic casual, like the show up as you are, no matter what you're looking like, show your weird, lean into your quirks, but also show your expertise. And so by the time they come to Instagram, they already know that you know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, you did. um, Yeah, you did a video last week. It was my favorite. It was like, record yourself eating blueberries, drinking on a computer. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. If if anybody knows me, like I'm a musical 
theater girly through and through. I'm always walking around singing stuff. And so I'm like, what if I did a video where I'm singing like, don't make content hard, record yourself drinking coffee. Like that is like me in my weird form. And that video popped off. That video popped off because people are probably craving something other than sitting with your podcast mic with the Hormozy captions. And they're like, Thank you. Like this was real. And yes, yeah. I also feel that I'm overthinking content. Let me record myself drinking coffee. Oh my God. So I, so I have a girl who helps me make my content. Shout out to Haley. She's amazing because I am that person that I'm like, okay, I'm going to do my hair today. I'm going to record content. And then I grab my phone with my little floppy thing. And I sit here and I'm like, okay, what do I do now? Other than like drinking my coffee or sitting for my podcast, I'm like, what else do I do? Why do we make it so hard? Why is it like we, I mean, I literally have this like block when it comes to making content. Like I'm pretty creative. I'm very intelligent. But when it comes to like hitting my camera and creating B-roll content, it is like, I am like fucking dumb. What, what is this block with us? Yeah. So you came from corporate, right? Yeah. And I came from the world of speech therapy, which is very, you have to be very proper. You have to speak in all of the professional terms. You have to make sure that you're looking very polished and very professional. And so a lot of entrepreneurs start in some kind of corporate or very professional job. And so when it comes to like, wait, can I show up with my hair in a bun potentially not wearing a bra yet and record b-roll of myself drinking coffee like that would be a big no-no like before yeah but now it's like that's what our audience is craving Mm -hmm. like when we talk about authenticity and this is like my little soapbox I won't stay on it for too long when we talk about authenticity I don't want you to be like I can put on mascara today yeah like that's not authenticity authenticity is is exactly what Jillian just said. Like, I have a really successful business, but I have a really big block with something, right? Like being transparent and vulnerable with your audience. Or like me saying like, I'm, I can't show up today because I have a migraine and I can't open my eyes, but I am going to give you this batched content because I set myself up for success when I had energy. It's like, you don't have to share your deepest, darkest wounds, but you you can share what makes you human. And I feel like in our corporate and professional jobs, it was very much like you don't talk about that. You don't show that. And so I think a lot of us still have some blocks from those old stories. Yeah. And I love that you actually share that about the migraines, because one of the things that I would actually love to share really quick is that you and I are both content creators. You and I run very successful businesses. You and I are very active on both of the social media platforms. I mean, my social media platforms are really Facebook at this point and Instagram. Yours is obviously Instagram and TikTok, but we both suffer from chronic illnesses. And how do you still put out so much content? I mean, my audience knows how I do it, but how do you still continue to put out so much content with someone who struggles with that? Yeah. So I have fibromyalgia and chronic migraines and and I knew that I I can, cannot show up every day in real time. 
Yep. Same. And even if you're listening to this and you do not have a diagnosed chronic illness, but maybe you're a really busy mom yep. or maybe you're doing entrepreneurship and you also have a full-time job. Yeah. It doesn't need to be an illness. It could just be like, exactly. I don't have the time to show up every day. Exactly. Yep. I always have the mindset of let me set my future self up for success because I know I could be feeling amazing and so energized one second and then in the blink of an eye I will be hit with a migraine where I cannot open my eyes so what I do is I batch my content I record a ton of content at once and I I know that people might have ideas of what batching content is in their head, but let me tell you my definition of it. When I am batching content, I am just recording because for most of us, that is our highest energy task. I am not thinking of the initial idea at this time. I am not writing captions. I am not editing it. I'm not doing anything else to it except for recording. And then I make myself drinking water, recording you at your desk, recording you walking down the street. That's just like recording the video. Exactly. Exactly. Or any kind of talking videos that I had like put in my notes app that I wanted to record. And then I'm making a stockpile for myself because say I'm having a fibro flare up and I need to be laying in my bed with the lights off. Yep. I can still edit those. I can edit the videos. I don't have to show up and talk or, or move. Like I can do it from my bed. And so I think that that's a really good strategy for anybody that is busy or has low energy is to take that highest energy task for yourself and batch it all at once when you have the energy. And if you're someone that like needs a little bit more of a structure, like make a date with yourself, like make a date with yourself every Monday from I don't know, 10 to 11 o'clock. Yeah. I'm like, that is my date with myself to make content. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I've talked about this a lot on the podcast and how I do it, you guys. And the other thing that I do, and you guys don't be ashamed of it, is like repurpose your content. Go look, look at my Instagram right now after this podcast. How many times have you seen the same video of me with just a different caption on it? You guys, I've done the same video of me where I, when I like rented the G-Wagon and I'm like sitting in it with the sunglasses on, I put that same video up like four times. I have it with my client wins. I have it up with like the new energy I'm walking into 2024 with. And I know I have it with something with like content. Your audience doesn't pay that close of attention. And honestly, if it's a good video, like who fucking cares? I have a video where I'm like walking down these stairs in Gilbert, Arizona. I know I've used that at least three times at this point. Like it doesn't matter. Don't overthink it. Like that's the other thing. And the other thing that I do, which I know you guys have heard me talk about this on the podcast before, is I take my carousel post. I literally pull them up on my Instagram on my computer and I put my phone up and I just talk them. And that becomes my second piece of content, right? I'm like, hey, let me tell you about why I invested $130,000 this year in mentorship. And that carousel just becomes my talking head it also becomes my podcast episode so now you guys have heard it like three different times so that's the other way that i've actually done it is most of my podcast episodes are literally just pieces of content that i'm now just talking in longer format so three different ways that i use those I have an almost identical repurposing strategy to jillian mine just starts on tiktok and so like i always tell people do not reinvent the wheel Think of the piece of content one time and then turn that talking head video into a B-roll with the trending audio for Instagram, then turn it into a carousel, then turn it into a teaching for Instagram stories, then take the hook of your video and turn it into your email subject line, then take it and turn it into a podcast. Like, do not reinvent the wheel. 
And I'm telling you, if you talk about the same thing multiple times on the same platform, that is the best thing that you could do. Yeah, it shows you so much as the authority. So my daughter, shout out to McKenna, she makes all of my carousel graphics, okay? So if you guys like my carousels, they're from McKenna. The ones that look like shit are the ones I make. You can definitely tell the ones I make versus the ones McKenna makes. But McKenna will once a week literally tell me, mom, I feel like I just made this carousel last week. Are you sure you want me to remake it? I feel like I just, I just said this. And I'm like, yes. I literally repeat myself all of the time. You guys, I repeat the same content over and over and over. Maybe I'll put it in a B-roll versus a carousel, but I'm not talking about a million different topics. I'm talking about how to make money in your business. I'm talking about organic marketing. I'm talking about lead generation. Like I'm talking about the same five things basically all the times in my business because now people know, hey, if you want to create more money in your business, you go to Jillian. You want to go to TikTok, you go to Sarah. You want to create leads, you go to Jillian. Like what happens is you become the authority because you're talking about those same things on repeat. If I talked about 30 different topics all month long, you'd be so confused. And most of us, I it's it's so funny that we're so aligned with this. Like I say the same thing to my clients and it's so true to everyone listening. You probably have the same five or six things that you're talking about yeah. and that is fine. fine. You can say them in the same ways. You can say them in different ways. Um, I'll give you an example for TikTok and then an example for Instagram. So for TikTok, I had a piece of content last year go absolutely viral. It is sitting at like over half a million views right now. And it's this uh, video that I give examples of what you could do instead of starting your videos with, hey guys, or hey friends. I turn that into a whole series that every time I post it, people like, they go crazy. It's the same concept with the same hook, with the same information. Yeah. Let's give an example for Instagram. I posted about my challenge for like two to three weeks straight. That was the only thing I was promoting. I still got direct messages right before I closed the door saying, why am I first hearing about this challenge? Literally. Literally. People do not pay as close attention as you think they do to your content. A story that I tell that like so resonates is I was cooking the other night and I was cutting onions and I did not realize that my Instagram stories were open and they were just cycling through people's stories. And so that creator saw that I viewed their stories, but I have no idea what they were posting about because I was cutting onions. And so you need to have the mindset of like at least Five people are cutting onions when I posted this story. So let me talk about it again. And then let me talk about it again. So you sound like a broken record. You're doing a good job. Yeah. I always say like, if you are sick and tired of hearing yourself talk about your offer, talk about it five more times. Yeah. Hallelujah. I mean, I've been talking, I mean, we are actually closing down. This is the first time I've actually talked about it. We are actually not publicly selling the sales queen collective anymore as of today. Well, actually as of yesterday, it's no longer a public offer. But I've been talking about the Sales Queen Collective for over a year, like four to five times a week. Do you think there's anybody else more sick and tired of talking about that offer than me? No, I've been talking about it. I've been sharing about it. I've been talking about graphics, like all of the things. But yet my audience doesn't even still know right now, probably listening to this podcast, that I actually even have a membership. So it's like you have to keep continuously talking about it because your audience doesn't actually know it. 
So yeah. So we are going to wrap up this podcast. I could really talk to you for days. I think this will definitely be a podcast. We bring you back for maybe like a part two or part three or part a hundred, because I always love when I have people come on that I like could literally riff forever. But if somebody wants to learn more about TikTok or they want to get into your world, how can they do that? Yeah. So the best way is through social media. I'm at on brand by Sarah on both TikTok and Instagram. And then you can find all my juicy links at go.onbrandbysarah.com. Amazing. You guys know I've said this a million times over and over. I don't bring anybody onto the show that I don't massively edify somebody that I would not personally invest in or throw my credit card at. So you guys go over, follow her, connect with her. She's absolutely incredible at what she does. And if you want to get more on TikTok or learn about content creation, she's your girl. Sarah, thank you so much for being here, my friend. Thank you. Of course. Thank you so much for tuning into the Sales and Social Podcast. If today's episode has you fired up and you loved it, could you do me a huge favor and leave a review over on Apple Podcasts or take a screenshot and share it on social media and don't forget to tag your business bestie. And while you're there, connect with me on the gram at the Jillian Murphy. I'm on a mission to change the mindset of sales. I want people to love sales because the reality is sales is the foundation of everything you do. It's how your business generates revenue consistently. So show up and be unapologetic about selling because once you fall in love with selling, babe, sky's the limit. So I'll catch you on the next episode, but until then, feel free to slide into my DMs because I cannot wait to get to know you better.